Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I am joined with Sachi, Nick and Will. Uh, how are you guys going? Good, hey, man. man. Yeah, all good, all good. How you going? I'm, I'm great. I'm loving the energy as well, guys. Um, the energy oh. must be coming from the wicked single you have just released, Take Me Back. How are you feeling about the reception so far? Yeah, uh, we're really stoked. We, um, we shot the, the video. It was all user-generated content that um, we got fans to submit uh, from over summer of us playing live and stuff like that. So that kind of brought this whole other dynamic to it where everyone was tagging their friends in the video being like, oh, look, I can see you. At, you're at this time point, and oh my god, they used my clip and stuff. So that was that was a pretty cool little um, little uh, yeah bonus thing for us. But yeah, yeah, I love that. I love it because I saw the uh, I saw the video too, and um, I, I'm pretty sure I recognized a few people cool. uh, that I knew. And then I was like, that is so funny. It's such a great way to to make a music uh, video really? because you engage with the uh, with the fans, and like it's it's like a little bonus, a little Easter egg <laughs> if they do appear in the music video yeah and it's also free <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> on the production side of things huge huge bonus <laughs> <laughs> um the hook is so 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 catchy i want to know when you guys are writing a song um do you figure out like a really nice catchy funky bass synthy line and work a song around that or where did the building blocks start we usually start with uh, like some really basic kind of piano or Rhodes chord sound and maybe like a basic drum beat. And then we try to kind of build a, a vocal around that and um, make that super strong. And then kind of a lot of the times we'll go, we'll, we'll take what we've made in, in the first day when we've written like the vocal and then we'll kind of remix it. And um, yeah, Take Me Back was like definitely a pretty good example of that. Um, there were so many different versions and so many different Frankenstein pieces that we pulled away from different other ideas and, and, and kind of put it all together and um, into how you hear it now. Oh, wicked. So um, it'll be, I imagine it'll be quite a collaborative process between the two of you. Are there any, um, and I'm sorry yeah. if I bring up any demons with this question, but are there any uh, issues that you guys come, come across working together? <laughs> like someone really wants like this vocal line or I don't know, you really want a snare sound oh, like this. Man. It's it's constant, man. Like Will and I have like such differing tastes. So like I think, but I think that's 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 how, like you know, the, the Saatchi songs wouldn't be what they are without that kind of creative friction. And it's kind of like, it's uh, it's so different to how it would be if we were just doing stuff um, on our own. Um, but yeah, man, it's just kind of like navigating that in a in a way that's like understanding and respectful and um trying to just push forward and at the end of the day we're both just trying to make the best songs that we can so um, we're both in it it for the the same reason you know oh that's wicked and it's i think you nailed it on the head there it is such a unique sound like um you thanks bro yeah it's it's like it's it's so catchy and it's so like electronic and dancey but it's it's such a unique sound and i guess um because you both started in bands didn't you? Do you think that background really helps to that unique sound that you've got? Yeah, definitely. Like, because the way that we play live is is like a two man band type setup, where I'm playing some sort of drum hybrid electronic drum type setup, and Nick's playing keys. So we kind of do have this band theme type uh, that's kind of that runs in our music on just like how we obviously how we perform it, but also like the instruments and stuff that we use are all quite like 
kind of we like to use a lot of live elements and and stuff like that so yeah definitely has kind of come full circle from us playing in bands during when uh, when we were growing up wicked and i guess having because i get djs get a lot of flack from um people just going like oh they're just pressing a button but I guess with you, with like, first of all, it's like people just don't understand how much work actually goes into it. But also with you guys yeah. playing the live instruments like on the show, it just shows like the naive punters who like to just talk shit about it. That actually, no, nah, we're doing this all, you know, we're doing this all on the spot. Yeah, I think um, we try to make it look as live as possible because like it is quite live. But there's definitely moments in the show where we will like get it wrong and like stuff does go wrong and we'll play out of time and blah blah blah, blah, blah <laughs> like but that kind of just adds to like the the whole live element of it which is i think is kind of quite unique especially in the electronic world yeah absolutely and like that's it's fun it's always fun seeing like an artist like you know they're humans too seeing how they react to like yeah. playing the wrong thing out of time and just like seeing them like look mm. at each like share that look of like oh whoop, it's on me sorry yeah guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah it's, we have a lot of kind of fun in those moments when you yeah. have to stall for a second while Nick is like tuning his guitar and <laughs> blah, 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 you know, stuff like that. Oh, that's brilliant. So I'm, I'm going back to, to the single, Take Me Back. Uh, you wrote it in lockdown. What inspired the song? It was kind of, the first version of Take Me Back was we were writing kind of about this concept of like not being able to tell the difference between a dream and a memory that kind of like hazy unfamiliar kind of looking back on on some on a past moment and not being able to kind of recognize which of the two it is but uh, yeah we kind of we revisited the idea over lockdown and um kind of workshopped it with g flip who's one of our friends um oh from who's an artist an australian artist yeah yeah oh, wicked. so she sings the vocal and she kind of we kind of yeah, at that time it was we were writing from a place of uh, that we weren't able to uh, go out and play shows or go out and see our friends and go dancing and things like this. So it kind of turned into this, took on a bit of a new meaning of like you know, longing for a past moment or a memory yeah. or a dream. And um, it's it's very uh, it's very reminiscent and kind of nostalgic and and yeah. uh, that's kind of the energy that we were hoping to to express yeah well it definitely comes across i think it's it's great because like on a surface level it's such a wicked electronic song but there's actually like more to it when you get into you know the feelings behind uh when you were writing it yeah so it was also quite a despite uh the 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 old covid thing last year it was a good year for you too because you managed to release two singles uh and you've amassed 35 million streams on spotify which is like uncomprehendable to me do you, when you make a song, do you like, you get it finally mastered? Do you listen back? Do you just share this moment where you look at each other and go like, yeah, 20 million streams. This is it. <laughs> um, no, we definitely don't, don't look at each other. And say, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think we've literally ever done that before, but uh, we, we definitely, we definitely like, it's normally our management actually, like our manager, Dan will go, oh boys, you know, like sparking my fires at, 13 million streams and we're like shit because uh, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like a bad habit to just constantly be checking the streams like because you can just like sit sit there all day just going oh we got like five streams from Romania like <laughs> uh, which, which we which we definitely have done like it's interesting to look at every so often but um, yeah it's, it's nice to kind of look at 
you know, what we've done and then go, all right, like, okay, this next song, let's try triple that amount of streams or yeah. get, you know, that more. Yeah. So just triple the quality of the song from the last one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're always just trying to improve, but it's always exciting during release. Like the first week to hit the songs out on Spotify, the, you get the live stream update. Um, yeah. So you don't have to wait like 24 hours or whatever there is to refresh. So that's always like exciting to see how many people are listening to it at a certain time. Yeah, that's so great. I love that you brought up um, the Romania streams as well because I think it's the best thing uh, that for yeah. us on Spotify how you can see like where people are listening. And yeah, <laughs> would, would Romania well, be the most surprising? Send, yeah, a, uh, Apple Music send email like push notifications being like your streams have gone up one thousand percent in India and stuff like that. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty pretty funny to see where people are listening to our music in. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well, uh, and it's uh, it's a very exciting time for you as well because not just have you just released Take Me Back, you have got an Ori week uh, at University of Otago on the 22nd of Feb. That is the Monday of O-Week. You're playing with Kevin and Love, Jack Berry, Hurricane Emily and Foley Music. Are you stoked for that gig? Yeah, we love playing in Dunazo. We, um, we always have a good time down there and a bunch of our mates are on that lineup as well, a bunch of other crazy talented Kiwis, which is going to be sick. Yeah, it should be a party, yeah. Wicked. And um, uh, a little bird told me this morning, I didn't realize this, but you guys actually used to DJ at Radio 1, 91 FM. Um, do, do you want to yeah. go into that a bit more? Because I love that. Yeah, well, we, Will and I did a year of university and lived in Dunedin, and that was like a very seminal time for us. And like also like just the scene, the music scene down there, we kind of were heavily inspired by. So, yeah, I guess I think, yeah, I think we came up a, a couple of times with the, the Sandboards boys and kind of just spun some tunes on the radio. And, yeah, it was it was kind of the vibe back then, you know, you kind of want, you know, always just trying to do what you can. And, um, yeah, but we we always loved going up to Radio 1. Eh? You guys have a <laughs> great it. collection of CDs. Oh, yeah, man. We're actually not – we're not uh, – that, that building's getting earthquake-proofed at the moment, so we're recording and we're doing, like, all of our shows from uh, the OUSA building, the Tramping Club uh, storage room at the moment. <laughs> oh, no way. Well, yeah. How's so, that going? Uh, we're, it's fair to say we're very excited to get back into the studio. <laughs> yeah. Have you tucked into the freeze-dried meals yet? Uh, no, no. I think they must have uh, taken all the crampons and the freeze dried meals away because it's a pretty big <laughs> room at the moment. They they knew what we'd about get hungry. The <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Scroggin's well gone. Scroggin's well gone. <laughs> so uh, having having done a year of study in Dunedin, you must have played your fair share of uh, pretty grim flat gigs. And looking at your gigs over the years, having just come off R and V to uh, playing Spring Break in Fiji, what are the what are the gigs that you look most forward to, and what are the ones you uh, remember the most fondly? Um, I think in terms of what shows we look most forward to is kind of uh, whenever we kind of do a show that we're like the main, like it's our show. It's always really special because you're kind of in this room with like a bunch of people who are like really intentionally um there to like dance with you like not to say that that's not the case at festival because it totally is as well but Mm. i don't know man festivals are super fun as well it's like you kind of get to share this whole adventurous side of like and you get to kind of hang out with uh and then and that's such a special part of it um 
but yeah, man, I mean, our, like our music, you know, dance music is, is always so rooted, has always been so rooted in the live elements and, you know, the yeah. kind of community set part of the music whereby it's so rooted in people coming together to share these kind of experiences. So the live shows is, to be honest, man, every show that we play is like, that's so special to us. And we, we're always like so excited to get on stage um, and kind of, yeah, dance with everybody and get everybody get everybody grooving. Wicked. That's that's so great. It's so great to uh to hear. I mean, it's always awesome seeing live music, but to hear that the artists are enjoying it as much as like the the punters watching is is a great thing to hear. Yeah, man. It's like you can't have one without the other, you know. Exactly. Like yeah. And like if you can I always tell- think about it. Yeah, I always think about it like if I went to see my favorite artist live and they were playing on stage and they didn't look like they were they were enjoying it, I'd be like, oh. F- yeah, it's, it's just stink, right? It's so stink. Like when you do see a band you're frothing to see and they just like, they're not into it. It's like, oh man, like kind of takes away from it. Um, just it before we does. let you go, I know you've got a very busy day. Um, I did not know about the how you guys got started with the Diplo USB drive story. Do you mind giving us a SparkNotes version of that? Because I think that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, sure. So we, um, when Diplo was here in 2015, it would have been, we uh, found out where he was at on. Um, he was posting it on his Snapchat story on at this. He was at this restaurant, uh, kind of by where we live, and we waited outside the restaurant. And he pulled out of the, the restaurant in like two big black SUVs, and um, we just kind of went up to him, banged on the window, and and, and then tossed the the window through the USB uh, through th- tossed the USB through the window, and then um, yeah, about six months later, he ended up playing our songs on um, his BBC show which was pretty crazy that is so 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 cool and that is so ballsy from yeah. you guys too like i'm glad it paid off yeah that, we, we, we did it to a bunch of other artists um like around that similar time period like i think we gave one, one to like steve aoki and skrillex yeah. and stuff but nothing ever came of it and that was the only one that like something came of it so it was pretty cool that is so so great that is so yeah. fantastic well nick and will thank you so much for joining me really really appreciate the chat i know you got a busy uh, day uh, you've got the new single out now, Take Me Back. You can listen to it on Spotify yeah. or anywhere you get music. And on yeah. Monday, the 22nd of Feb, they're doing the Ori Week show, Saatchi and Friends. Any final words for the listeners? Uh, stay safe and drink some water. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Awesome. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.